0: This podcast is sponsored by Huboo, an award-winning e-commerce fulfillment provider helping online businesses grow by taking care of all their order fulfillment needs, picking, packing and posting products to customers all over the world. Fuel your growth and fulfill your ambitions with Huboo.
1: Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, Robins Review. It was a purple and lined day at Ashton Gate yesterday as the former Players Association and the Football Club marked the 30th anniversary of a famous trio of games against Liverpool. That was all topped off by an amazing visual display by Section 82. On the pitch, we saw a debut for Scott Twine and a goal for Scott Twine, but a handball from Dickey and a converted penalty meant that it was a point each. City now 13th, six points off the playoffs but a team with an evolving look and feel playing some very exciting football. Lee's three words were two points dropped. With our truly awful home record against the Hornets, it's hard to work out if that was a point gained or two points dropped. I thought the draw was probably the fair outcome, although what looked like a dubious penalty was the source of the Watford goal. Lively debut from Twine, with more to come, I'm sure, displaying end product from his possession. If I compare him to Mometti, again, the bench proved largely ineffective, which is a continuing concern for this Robin. Now for a couple of Friday night lights to look forward to. And Matt, you were there. What did you make of those summations? I'm I'm not sure
2: I would agree it was two points dropped. Um I think Watford are a, a decent team and were very different to the team that we played on on Boxing Day. I guess from from what Lee's saying, probably in the way we controlled the second half and the chances that we created, it probably was to be fair. Um, But I thought it was an entertaining one, one draw. I thought it could have been a little bit after the Lord Mayor show um, yesterday. And that didn't prove to be the case. And in Scott Twine, um, I think you're already seeing a player that's looking to try things that are just a little bit different. And centrally Um, there were moments yesterday, patch, um, especially in the second half at our end where he was fractions from making an absolutely brilliant pass or mm. um so i th- i think that will come so all, all in all yeah positive I, I i really enjoyed the game um and i thought 1-1 was probably a fair result on on the day really but balance of chances we probably should have come away with 3
1: yeah we'll, we'll come on to the the penalty yesterday um obviously on inspection on 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 watching it live it, it it seemed like another innocuous, harsh penalty, but obviously watching the replay in slow motion, obviously the referee's got a great view. Um yep. and Dickie's hand was not in, in an unnatural position or arm, I should say, but we'll come on to that shortly. Um right, let's uh let's bring in our guest. It's a returning guest, it's George Lee. George, first of all, how are you out of ten, sir? Morning, gents. Um yeah, I'm a good
3: I'm a good eight this morning, mate, to be fair. Thoroughly enjoyable game yes. Um, a special occasion yesterday. It was my little boy's first ever game. His first visit oh, wow. at the gate. Awesome. So, um, yeah, it was decent. So, along with my dad and my uncle, a bit of a family affair. So, yeah, all good. Enjoyable day. Enjoy Brilliant. The- Love the- that. Um, and, yeah, it was... It was. we
1: just gone through a couple of uh, thoughts on the game. For you, was it two points dropped or one point gained?
3: Um, a bit of both, really. I think... Be careful what you wish for sometimes in the championship. I just thought it was a decent championship game. And it just shows where some city fans are with it all. Um Watford are a good side. They're very and I think the Boxing Day game was uh, an unbelievable result. And obviously they were obviously Watford weren't quite at the races, but you've got to respect other teams as well. And we're just in a we're in a cluster with some good sides in this championship and points a point, and I think we move on. So I'm happy with a point. It could have been three, but we also could have lost that game in previous seasons. We could have lost that game. So it's one of those and it? it's fine balance, fine margins. Yeah,
1: 100 percent Matt, how are you at 10?
3: Um, yeah, I'm probably yeah, I'll go an eight, mate. I'll
1: go an
2: eight. Okay. Um, enjoy, enjoyed yesterday. So yeah, i I'll go an eight as well.
1: Yeah, I was an I'm an eight as well. Um, obviously off the pitch yesterday with him going on with the bringing back of some of the Liverpool team from nineteen ninety-four. It was a very busy day in the FPA, but uh enjoyed the game as well. So that always helps. I am an eight. Also, a bit of admin before we get into the team lineups and the minutes. We've got uh, a, a tweet in from fans to 5K, and they are hoping to get as many Bristolians 5K fit using the healthy rivalry between the two Bristol clubs. So they are trying to basically get people out moving during January and into the rest of the year. So give them a follow if you just search hashtag fans25, the number 5 and K, and check out what's going on over there for a bit of healthy competition. We also did um, a a podcast competition for a £30 voucher for Longwell Records uh, in the last podcast. And uh, we'll leave it to the end of the podcast to reveal who the winner is of that awesome prize. Right so uh into the starting lineup there are changes george memetti and gardner hickman coming out knight coming in and also scott twine coming in so we lined up o'leary tanner viner dickie mccrory james williams pring knight twine conway um and i kind of saw that mainly as a three four three with pring and mccrory wide is that how you saw it
3: yeah no definitely um it's a Again, the formation's a fine line between are we three four three or are we five three two. And that's the thing a lot of fans have kind of got to get over. At home, I'd like to see it being a three-four-three. Three. Um, so I, I wasn't I wasn't upset with formation what, whatsoever. I think um whatever way, I think we've got to try and be on the front foot. It's just a case of can we get Campering, McCrory in their half as opposed to our half and facing their goal as opposed to our goal. Um but no, I thought it was positive positive. Um, and it was a toss of a coin, Mometi M- M- or Twine. I think sometimes with the, the way it is a new sign, you've got to get him in. And it, and again, it could have been one of, it's always going to be two out of three out of James, Garner, Hickman and Williams. So I wasn't too fussed on kind of who missed out. It was just about a bit more control, maybe with Matty James as well in there.
1: But that competition for places, George, is um, yeah. developing really nicely now.
3: All of a sudden, we seem to have a lot more options, don't we? Even the bench yesterday looked strong again. I mean, there's also a case that Hayden Roberts is that's his perfect position, left wing back. So then we could yeah. look at left centre back. You could bring in Pring to play there. Cal Naismith could play there. Rob Atkinson could play there. Um, so we, yeah, we've got plenty of options. Also, George Tanner probably looks better in a free on the right hand side of three than he does at a kind of more natural right fullback. So yeah, we seem to have a lot more numbers and options now, don't we?
1: Yeah, Matt, George mentioned the bench there. Bajic, knight Labelle, King, Roberts, Gardner-Hickman, Mimetti, Cornick, Wells and Bell. So you, 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 it's a measure of the squad when the bench starts to look much more competitive as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, we, we've said it throughout the season, haven't we? That that once players started to return to fitness, um, we were going to see improvements in, in that stronger bench. And I think it's, it's probably only... Um, Carl Naismith, who's not back on the grass training. I mean, obviously we've seen the Robins Uncut footage um, focusing on Twine this week, but you could see Iman Benaroos and Rob Atkinson both involved. So you would imagine both of those will be back, you know, February time, you would hope. And again, mm. both probably force themselves onto the bench. But um, I, I don't see it as blocking any of the youngsters' paths because... The likes of Jamie, you know, they're, they're not featuring. It's good experience for them. But yeah, I mean, it must be great for Liam Manning to be able to turn around and, and see that he's got that strength. But I will agree with Lee. I don't think our subs are having the impact that some of the opposition teams are doing at the moment. So they need to,
1: um, you know, need to realise they've got to come on and, and make a difference to try and keep the shirt. It's going to be a really interesting uh, quandary for Liam Manning when Sykes is back fit, which hopefully is in the very near future, with Tano... Tanner- yep performing so well and Macquarie coming into the, into the fold as well and looking bang up for it. Uh, so yeah, Macquarie's out, out wide. There's that competition with, with Sykes.
2: Yeah. I mean, Sykes, he got subbed off, didn't he, in quite a few of the the sort of games early on under Liam Manning. Um, and I was going to say, I'm not reading anything into that. And I clearly am because I'm then going to talk about it, but, um, on the basis of the two games I've seen Ross McCrory playing, I like Ross McCrory's physicality and um, the way that he talks, the way that he wants to drive forward. Very different to to, to Mark in terms of his physicality, isn't he? But it gives you options. Um,
1: you I think know, he'll certainly pick up a few more bookings in Sykes, won't he? yeah
2: he's he's fearless Patrick he's one he's he's absolutely one of those players probably a typical Scott (laughs) that puts their head in not you know don't worry about getting hurt I thought he had probably three four five challenges on him yesterday that could easily have resulted in a a, a nasty injury And, and when you've You've come through what he's come through. It shows just how mentally strong he is. But it also means George Tanner needs to be playing at the, the highest level to keep his place because ross that's where Ross
1: sees himself playing. And we've been saying that all along, haven't we? Yeah, and he, yeah, everyone absolutely. needs competition uh, and for places. It's, it's easy with George Patch to criticise
2: because he just isn't a sort of bombing on right back or even yesterday right over three. But defensively, there aren't many better one-on-ones in this league, let alone in our team, mm. he very, very rarely gets beat. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's, as you as you both said, it's great competition and will only do well for the future, isn't it?
1: And George, if we're sticking with this 3-4-3, three, three, then uh obviously Sykes coming back in. Do you see him in the in the four as the McCrory or do you see him up front? He's got, you know, twine and knight now as competition as well.
3: Yeah, um, <laughs> it, well, I, I I wouldn't want to be the manager there. Um, and <laughs> I think Sykes, I think Sykes plays to be fair. I think he's done enough to start. I would have him probably up front in the, in the free and possibly look to drop Jay, uh, Jason Knight back in centre-field um, just for his energy in there, but then we might be a bit more headless in there again. Um, but then, obviously, if Winner Sykes is fit, we could go back to a four, kind of two-three-one, because I think McCrory and Sykes down the right-hand side together would be quite threatening. Um, but I just think, as I say, you've got so many options and players. I also think Cal Naismith's going to have a huge impact at the play. I don't know why. I still think we haven't seen the best of him, and I think Manning's going to like him. Um, I just think he's got a bit of composure. He can really pass out from the back. So, if he can slot in the left centre back of the three, I think that's probably his his best position, mm. as well as Rob Atkinson. So, um, yeah, there's obviously, I don't know what the manager's going to do quite so bad. And also, with it being an FA Cup game, obviously, coming up Friday, if we were playing, obviously, not that you would at this later in the stage of FA Cup, if we were playing a lower league FA Cup game, it would have been a good chance to play a few of them in positions. I don't think he will do yeah. that. I think he'll go as strong as possible. But it'd be a good chance to get a few back on the grass in a competitive match, but we haven't got that luxury. So they're going to kind of have to try and hit the ground running when they do come back in. It's going to be fairly full-on soon with the fixture's coming up.
1: Excellent. Good stuff. Okay. Um. Right. So yeah, before before the game, there was that uh that pitch parade and a fantastic effort that everyone went to specifically over in section eighty two with that mosaic display map. We've seen we've seen displays like that with the Ashton Gate eight and other events, but um that was fantastic, and I I can see that the players, in particular Brian Tinian as well, really really appreciated it.
2: It was fabulous, mate. Um. You know. Obviously, I sit in the south stand. Um. Kind of behind the goal. So, you know, I had a really good view of it. Yeah, great, great credit to Section 82. Um, great credit to the club um, and particularly the, the former players. Um, you know, and I will, I know you wouldn't, but I'll call out the work that, that you, Neil, Chris, Sally, Sue um, have, have done on that front because I know how much effort it takes to put in. And I've seen a few comments around, you know, our oh, Tim part and why are we celebrating something like that we're getting former players back and players who had an impact on our club's history. And that game had a massive impact on our history. Anybody of my age knows how much that game meant. And so to be able to get those players back and celebrate it and, you know, again, keep that former player connection going, I, I just don't get why anyone has any negative about it. Um, And it was brilliant to see, great to see faces. You know, I can't remember seeing Glenn Pennyfather since he left. Um, Russell Osmond, who looked really good, they <laughs> really smart. Um, so, no, mate, it, it was a fabulous day and, and testament to all, all the hard work that goes in there, The fans just don't see how much it takes to coordinate. And, you know, I know we had a couple of late dropouts in, again, fans were, well, where were so-and-so and so-and-so? You know, you've got players that are living in Australia. You've got players that, you know, through other commitments couldn't get there. So, brilliant. And I I guarantee you, those players that were there yesterday absolutely loved it. And to see the look on Jay Tinian's face taking that shirt over, fantastic. So, yeah, huge credit, mate, to everybody involved, the former players and, and the club. And it's what we want to see.
1: Yeah, everyone was invited who was part of that, even, you know, the likes of Clive Whitehead, who was coach. But um, yeah, unfortunately, not not everyone can be coordinated into the same space at the same time. But yeah, yeah, fantastic. Right. Good stuff. Let's get into the minutes then. It's the 12th minute and the ball comes in from the left, from Livermore. Which Livermore was it, Matt? Jake, mate. Jake. Uh, yeah. Jake.
2: Yeah. Okay. yeah, not Doug. Doug's his... Um no relation whatsoever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um Boxing Day podcast listeners will understand that bit of banter. Right. Ball, ball in from the left from from a Livermore set piece. Dickie's arm is in an un- unnatural position. The ball hits his his arm and Watford get a penalty which was really well dispatched um for one nil by Del, Dele Delay So um George that uh, on on first viewing for me I was like, "Oh my god, what is he giving that for?" A bit like the the push in the box of a few weeks prior, but uh, a clear handball, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, I was the same, mate. At first, I didn't know what it was for, but obviously the ref had no hesitation. And looking back at the replay, um, it's an absolute stone wall, apparently. I don't really know what Dickie's thinking. I think he thinks the um the big lad from Watford, uh, not sure of his name, the number four lad. I think he knows he's right behind him. He feels he has to do something. um, But he actually probably didn't need to do anything, really. Um, well, certainly not put your hand in the air anyway.
1: Well, yeah, it was a strange one again, Matt. Obviously, you were probably quite close to that one. Did you initially see the reason? or
2: No no idea at the time, but I'll be honest, as you know, my experience isn't the greatest. So um, we could tell that it was given for handball just because by the referee's reaction. What I would say is Rob Dickey doesn't complain at all. He just walks away from it. So Rob Dickey knows it is on the the hand. um, When you're watching Jake Livermore, who's looking at the play, he's immediately... Um, appealing, so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any doubt that it was a,
1: a pen. But it's just frustrating that that is a, an unforced error that's given yeah. them the one goal that they've got.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he's probably being challenged. That you know that that's kind of why his arms out there. There's, you know, maybe there's a, a player kind of below him that that means it stays out there. But well, I think exactly,
1: Cam Ring was under was, his arm. So was
2: it? Yeah, prob- so yeah he's probably, probably coming even, together even there. Also, but but yeah, a, a needless unfortunate really because again there'll be times that other refs don't see it or see it as accidental but the game's changed hasn't it and um in fairness you know even going back a
1: while if your arm's up in the air like that unnatural then it, it should be a pen so okay. 20th minute Jason Knight ball in after great closing down from Ross Macquarie on the right hand side and Twine has a good chance George but just drags his his right footed shot across the keeper and wide yeah great chance
3: It's probably our first real opening wasn't it after a bit of a uh, edgy start really I thought Watford were probably the better side for the first 10-15 minutes it took us a little while to kind of settle down um, but yeah Jason they seemed to close down well in patches over there on that right hand side and forced Watford to play out from the back and close it down quick quick slip across and if that had fallen to twine in probably the 60th 70th minute I think he would have would have buried it but that was his kind of first proper like kind of yeah. contribution as it were since he's uh, um, touched it a little bit.
1: Yeah, Matt, that's a good point with Twine. I think afterwards, uh, the interview he had, he sort of said the first 20, 30 minutes, he was sort of finding his feet, getting into the game. And then you could definitely tell he grew into it from there on in.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's been playing for Hull on on the left. So he's not playing that that kind of central creative role as such. Um, you know, for, for me, yes, you can look at the, the the finish, of course, but he's in the position centrally where you want him. Um I think he was probably trying just a little bit too hard um, early on, trying to make an impression. Um, but as the game wore on, yeah, you know, I mean, so, some of these, as I say, the, the it didn't come off, but what he was trying to do, you could see Tommy Conway is going to get a lot of opportunities on the back of having someone like Twining behind him. I thought it was a really, really encouraging debut from him.
1: Yeah, well, Liam Manning keeps saying about being brave, and he is exactly... Twine and McCrory combined are, are very brave, aren't they, Matt?
2: Yeah, yeah, they are, absolutely. Um, I mean, diff, different styles, but yeah, they, they want to get forward. And even with McCrory, you know, fair, fair point patched it. He will receive the ball with someone right behind him and has got no problem trying to turn and, you know, break away from it. So um, if, I mean, obviously, Scott McCrory is a, a Nigel Pearson sign-in. Um, but if... Twine is the kind of style of player that, that Liam Manning is looking to sign, then things bode very well. And, um, you know, I, I, as I say, yesterday in that 1-1 game, it was an enjoyable 1-1. Some of the football we were trying to play was excellent. So I think I think it bodes really well. And if we can get one or two more over the line, then you would like to think that we will be certainly challenging top 10. And, and as I said at the start of the season, hopefully in a position where we are still you know, one or two wins away from, from making that sixth place. Absolutely. But you need yep. to go on a run, don't you,
1: to, to yeah, get that? Yeah, totally do. Uh, 24th minute, it's the equaliser. A bit like the the West Ham goal, it's Max O'Leary involved at the very start again. It's a long ball downfield from Max Spring wins the header into the path of Conway, who is in. His shot is really well saved by Hamer's legs. That sends the ball up into the air, and it's Twine that leaps up above the Watford defence to head home. And there is even a comedy dive at the end of that uh, that goal from from Ben Hamer, George. But Scott Twine rising up above above the defender. And I think as he said that's his first ever headed goal in the professional football.
3: It was a great leap, wasn't it? You wouldn't expect that. I Actually, thought it might have been Jason Knight at first the way he got up, but no, great. There's also a really good chance from Conway, good save, very similar um, angle from uh, midweek. Um, and again, it come back from um, O'Leary's distribution, and that's the good thing about when you play Campering higher at the pitch. He wins a lot of aerial battles coming at that kind of angle, um, and O'Leary seems to try and find him a lot. So on the first header Conway battled well great chance good save and then we were first to react And I think he got I think he jumped first which meant he was always above Livermore so he was kind of like on his back at one stage but yeah good to see it going back in there really
1: Matt nothing like a debut goal especially a home debut goal as well and he will be buzzing from that
2: yeah absolutely he um, he was immediately trying to you know whenever he was taking a corner or anything you know with, with, with the fans but you, you want to get off to a good start. Um, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not even sure that we, th- we thought that probably the goals would be what we would see from him so much because he's not, I think he's got four for whole, maybe this season, um, you know, thought more about the creativity, but like, like George, I, I thought it was night that scored because <laughs> of the leap. Um, and it was only when it kind of got announced really that i realized it was, it was twined. So, but Tommy, yeah, good, good effort from from Tommy. Great save from from Hamer, um, and he was so unlucky. Patch with the head of Hamer, wasn't he? He was fractions from uh, from getting <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you've not watched yeah. it, you need to re really, relook really look at it back because it is comedy gold. That yeah,
1: it is pure FIFA from <laughs> yeah. playing on the PlayStation when the obviously the computer sort of just dives a little bit late. So it was a real comedy moment. But Tommy Matt, when he was in, you you just thinking gold, aren't you? And Ben Hamer's played a few games for city did really well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you are. You are absolutely. He's, um, he's on, he's, you know, he's on form at the moment, Tommy, and, and he did everything right. It was just a really good save from, from Hamer. Um, and what was interesting is if you look, Tommy sort of wheels away in complete disappointment. Um, and he may even have had his back to, to, um, twine sort of jumping up, but I know he sees the, the goal yeah. going in. But <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it, that's what you want to see. And and um, it it was interesting because I think there were times where it was that they were as a two twine and knight. You know, with the the way that they were playing, but. Um, I still didn't think we gave enough to Tommy yesterday. He was still having to do a lot of donkey work where I thought his hold-up play was a lot better yesterday and bringing Mm. others in, but he was having to do an awful lot more of that and still not, not getting released. But um, as I said, I think that was, there were times where Twine tried to do it um, and it didn't quite come off. So yeah.
1: Right. Many, many quiz between the two of you. How many appearances did Ben Hamer make for Bristol city in 2015?
3: Not many. I don't, I don't
1: think it was many. Um, I think it could come an emergency loan, possibly three
3: or four, possibly.
1: All right. Pick a number. I'm three. going two. All
3: right. Five. Was it really?
1: So, George, you are the winner. Matt. I'm not. I'm not sure pack I success- you, pack your things. <laughs> you I'm not. I'm not sure how <laughs> successful he was, but yeah. i ah, we'll leave it at that. One clean sheet, I think it was. So there we go. Right. Thirty-sixth minute. Uh, George McCrory booked. And I've just got written here. He's he's certainly a wholehearted player, and on this occasion was a little overzealous.
3: <laughs> he's not going to go down there, likely is he? Um, no, he seems to be very physical on that side, um, and everything he's, he he kind of seems to do. He seems to get a lot of tussle, and even when the, he's dribbling with the ball, he almost inviting people to come towards him for a bit of a tackle, isn't he? He's that kind of player. Um, but yeah, obviously these bookings happen, and. Then of course you've got to be a bit careful. You always fill them some like McCrory as well. There's mm-hmm. a few players you think runs in a book and you're thinking, Oh god, don't you better be a bit careful, we've still got an hour to go.
1: Well, yeah, and with um, the FA Cup game coming up, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Joe Williams is is um suspended for that one, having oh, okay. picked up a bookings in the cup competition. So
2: Yeah, I've not I've not seen anything in the media about that patch. And I know mm. I've, I've seen it reported, but
1: yeah, may, maybe I've missed it, but we're relying on, uh, I think Dave Fevs for that one. I think he, yeah. he was the one who, he was the one who claimed it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: but if he hit, if he is, then you may well see, like you said, George, Jason Knight coming back into the, to the middle or even, you know, TGH remains. Scott's final being cut tied, won't he? To be fair. So
3: he can't play Friday night. Of so, course. Um, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a couple changes. Let's we? hope
1: that Sykes is fit for that one then. <laughs> okay, um, 39th minute. Conversely, it's a late tackle on Cam Pring, and the Watford player is booked after the ball forward from Viner is dummied by Twine and uh Conway passes to Pring and the tackle comes in really late, Matt. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was um it nice was a dummy from Twine. It, it, yeah, it was a great dummy. Um, and again shows the cleverness of him, but um I thought Pring yesterday was absolutely everywhere. I mean, even coming across on the right-hand side at times, but,
1: um, yeah, it was, a, it was a, a late challenge, so no arguments there. Yeah, booking for Ryan Andrews, I think it was, on that occasion, yeah. for 45. Yeah, who is Calvin Andrews' lad. all oh, right right, okay. It was also on Loan at City. Yep. Do you want to do how many appearances for Calvin Andrews, or do we move on? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, move on. It wouldn't have been
2: many. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Um, 41st minute. Max O'Leary, a great interception slash save after a ball in from the left. And Max is really quick to close down Aspria for Watford, George.
3: Yeah, no, it was a really good chance for them. It's the kind of a chance that when it's your own side, you're thinking, how's he not scored? Um, and you probably should have just whacked it first time. I think he's tried to cut back into his left and didn't take the best of touch, but fair play to Max. He's kind of just smothered it and just jumped on the ball.
1: He's probably only about six yards out, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, and, and Matt, we've we've said before about uh Max. Should he come? Should he go? Obviously, you didn't have to come too far for that one, but he comes and claims the ball. Um and apparently was much more vocal yesterday as well.
2: Yes, yeah. Um it it was one of those where Sprea was trying to be a little bit too cute. Um, I think he should be taking it first time, but Max stands up really well and yeah makes a good save. I don't know, is Isaspria related to Aspria? He is. It's his son. Yeah, yes, it is it's his son. Is it right? Okay, yeah. Um, he's yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a clever footballer, but no, it was a good save from Max. And although Max's kicking was was a little bit. Um, off the money yesterday um i thought he stood up well in,
1: in, in you know what what he needs to do making the save so interestingly yeah. enough though ryan andrews um the player that played for us is calvin andrew no s so oh right
2: is yeah is his son definitely he was on the side of the pitch i'm sure
1: okay All right well maybe to... it's
2: wayne andrews, andrews that played for us
1: ah okay maybe it's yeah. wayne andrews yeah wayne andrews played for us in 2007 yeah, uh, ten appearances, three Was goals. It? Oh,
2: there you go. Is that mm-hmm. on loan? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like From Palace, okay. maybe. Some, some team. That's fine. I, right, I'm, I'm having a look as you say it. Yeah. These forty-second minute, Knight, McCrory, and Conway all linking up well, but the ball goes out for a goal kick. Really neat passage of play there, George, from uh, Knight, McCrory, and Conway.
3: Yeah, no, we just seem to find our rhythm a bit after it we went through a bit of a. minute kind of dull where both teams just cancel each other out a little bit and just try to kind of calm down after it was 1-0. But I felt as the game obviously grew on and McCrory's just going to get better the more minutes he gets, isn't he? So um, it's good to see them linking up. Um, And yeah, we seem to be playing a bit more in the final third as well now. I think the, the thing undermining it, even yesterday, obviously, You hear a lot of people shouting forward, forward all the time. It's not that we're not that kind of side anymore. Um, So we're always going to try and get the ball down and play in little triangles where we can. Um, So yeah, I think it's encouraging to see.
1: Okay. Any update on uh, Wayne Wayne Calvin?
3: Yeah, no, Wayne, um, January
2: 27th, uh, sorry, 2007, joined on Leng for initial month long. Leng scored on his debut in a 3 0 win against Oldham. He then scored in his next game in the Football League trophy against Brighton. Um, and on the 31st of January his loan was extended to the end of the season he scored one further goal for City against Blackpool in a 1-0 victory and then he went on loan to Rovers as well he did go on loan to Rovers yeah you're absolutely right. right
0: Thank you. Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cripps Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today.
1: Right. Okay, that takes us to halftime and the halftime summary from Rob, sponsored by our Bespoke Quizzes. Unsurprisingly, a little after the Lord Mayor's show, following our cup triumph in the week, but we grew into the game as the half wore on. Not a very cohesive start, and then a really innocuous concession of a penalty for a handball. Source go behind. Good to see the no panic mentality kick in again, and then get more back into the game. Not before long, we'd levelled, courtesy of an opportunist header from Twine, following uh, a saved effort from Conway. Up until that point, I'd been an awkward. De- it had been an awkward debut with lots not coming off for Twine, so for him, the perfect tonic. One further scare before the break, but great work from Maxi e. Leary to keep the scores level. Hit hoping we can pick things up again in the second half and become more dominant, controlled, and get a valuable three points. Okay, into the second half, then 47th minute, a Twine corner, George, with excellent whip from Section 82's corner and McCrory heads over, relatively unmarked. So a good opportunity for McCrory, but the first of, not the first, but one of many excellent deliveries from Scott Twine.
3: Yeah, there's a really good chance, I thought. Um, and again, it probably come a bit too soon in the half. Obviously, McCrory had a couple of headers five or ten minutes into the second half and just had a few more touches you might have anticipated a bit more, but yeah, he was completely unmarked. He sort of ghosted into a really good area. And he seems a really good header of the ball as well in the air. So um, yeah, good chance.
1: Aerial threat is is coming on in leaps and bangs. Literally uh, Jason Knight, Cam Pring, Matt, Ross McCrory and then when you got Rob, Rob Atkinson coming back in, yep. yeah, Dickey. It, it's, it's been something that we've been lacking over the last few seasons really, with the absence of Rob Dickey uh, but we're, we're getting more and more options which makes it more difficult for defenders and goalkeepers of opposition teams to sort of study us and work out who to pick up.
2: I think as well, if you've got delivery like you've got from Twine, um, that's going to make a big difference as well. I mean, I, th- I think the the chances we had yesterday, they almost headed them too well. Apart from maybe McCrory's who kind of went over, but the ones that Hamer saved, we got too good a connection on them and were sort of straight at him. So he was he was able to make those saves, although they were really good saves as well. But um, yeah, but it bodes well. And Atkinson's quite a a physical when he attacks the ball as well, isn't he? So, you know, he, he throws he got his whole body goals. at it. Yeah he, he? Really, <laughs> yeah, he really does. So, no, but it bodes well. But like I said, it's, it's down to the delivery as well. And that's definitely something with Twine yesterday. You could see already what he's going to bring. Yeah, 57. I did see, um, I did see a tweet
3: yesterday that was uh, Twine and Atkinson is times two of Freeman and Flint. Going back to that era, where every yeah. time we kind of got a free kick or a corner, it was always Freeman would look for him. We were really dangerous then. So, it was that six, seven years ago? Um, yeah. So, if we can repeat that kind of aerial threat, will would be, be decent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great to have that in the Arsenal. Uh, and then, the 57th minute, Matt, is a good chance. Again, Twine the instigator, Knight's header towards goal from about 15 yards, a bit too far out to score that header, but it almost gets intercepted by Zach Viner just in front of the goalkeeper, but not quite close enough to tap past the keeper.
2: Yeah, it's it's one of those where this is why I would always, for any of those kind of, not the ones, um, the, the free kicks, where if you stood in front of the keeper, you're going to be offside. But from a corner, I would always have someone stood in front of the keeper because exactly that situation, he's then unsighted and he's, he's going to be a really good save to be able to make it or Viner gets the flick on. So, um, yeah, I... But it, it again probably
1: too good a connection on it. Yeah, sixty third minute. It's a substitution. George, your thoughts on Conway off, Wells on, McCrory off, Bell on.
3: Yeah, the, the Wells for the Wells for Conway is kind of standard. Really, kind of every team kind of change their striker sixty minutes just to fresh up up front for a different um, different option and fresh legs to run the channels. Um, the uh, bell from a was an interesting one because that could have been a time where we could have changed formation completely. Um, and I thought for the last half an hour, could we have gone to four at the back and then bring on Sam Bell and push him right up the pitch as kind of go back to our four-two-three-one. Um, but I thought Bell, when he, when he when he come on again, he was a bit stuck whether to he was a bit unsure again whether he was a winger or a, a wing back or a full back, and he kind of done a bit of both really in all three. So. I'd have liked to see Bell probably, if that was the personnel you were going to bring on, play to Bell, strengths and push him right up the pitch as opposed to telling him to kind of like tuck in almost on that right hand side. Mm. Kind of almost keep half an eye on your back three as well. That's not really his game. So interesting personnel choice, but obviously McCrory's never going to get 19 at the moment. So that was a possible change in formation, obviously, that we could have done there.
1: Yeah, Matt, I think he's managing McCrory back in, which is no. No great surprise, but Tommy not getting a a full game again. Obviously, you know we know Naki Wells is gonna come on and, and cause problems, but it's an interesting one, isn't it? He doesn't need managing in terms of game time, but also he wants to keep it fresh, as George said.
2: It's it's the balance. Um I think they do give slightly different um you know options. Naki tends to run the channels a little bit. Um he's, he's a bit more, actually, to, Tommy will, will run the chances as well, to be fair. But Naki's a little bit more streetwise, isn't he? And, and tends to make it a bit more awkward, if you like, for the defence. Um, I'll be honest, I thought Naki was completely off the pace when he came on yesterday. I know it's difficult to get into a game, but for 10, 10 15 minutes, I just thought he was nowhere near
1: it. Um, I guess that's sometimes the risk, isn't it? If, of making yeah, it, that, that change. It,
2: it is, um, yeah. I just didn't think. Goes back to Lee's point. I didn't think they made an impact um, difficult for Sam. And you know, you're looking at Sam from a speed point of view compared to McCrory with his physicality. But yeah, Naki, I thought when he came on yesterday, he just took a little while to try and you know, get into it, and a couple of breaks and
3: things that just didn't come off.
1: Certainly, the impact he had against West Ham when he came on, George, was uh, was way different.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, they both looked a bit off it, didn't they? And the fingers of manny he has got a few options there as well. So he must have been a little bit gutted that it didn't work out for Wales. Because what's Harry Cornet thinking as well? And even the Messi, you know, he like the Messi might have thought if McCrory comes off, I could come on the right hand side there and push up the field. So yeah, I thought the sub didn't make an impact at all yesterday, and that was really disappointing because. If we had a really good impact the last 20 minutes like we did with the um, the whole City match when the the free changes come on, it really changed the game. Um, if that had happened, I felt that we probably have a bit more quality and fresh legs. We, we probably could have got something out of that game in the last 20 minutes.
1: Matt, the, the next change, 69th minute, was Williams off TGH on. Um, again, similar, similar players in, in terms of position, but TGH is just going to go forward a bit more.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it was an interesting one in terms of if um, what Dave sort of has said um, around the booking, I might have been more tempted to have left Joe on and give everything that he's got then because he's not playing Friday um, and save Matty James for for Friday. Um, But, you know, I I thought Matty James did what Matty James does yesterday. He was sort of solid in um, bringing Taylor on. He's he's
1: probably fairly like for like for Joe, isn't he? So, yeah. 79th minute, it's a dicky header this time from a twine corner again, saved on the line from Hamer. Another great opportunity, Matt, and another good header.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, and good positioning from Hamer. But as I say, we just got too too good a connection on it. Um, but again, back to the delivery, it's it's into yeah. an area where we're getting those opportunities.
1: This this could be the the Twine Corner podcast, because 86 it could, minute, could be, yeah. it's another Twine Corner, met well in the air by Knight, and another save from Hamer, hooked back in, two by Wells, and the defender this time makes the block. So a real melee, George, in the 86 minute, and I just didn't know, I just couldn't work out how that didn't go in, but again, yeah. good defending from Watford.
3: The initial header from Knight, he gets up so well. And again, like uh, Matt has said, the contact was just way too good. Any, like, a yard on the side of him is probably in. Um, and then we compete again. I think Naki Wells kind of hooks it back into the mix. So Hamer goes wandering after the ball to the right. And I think Pring might have had a header. Um, and it's cleared off the line. But even I think even Viner could have got a toe on it to poke it past him. Um, but I don't know if... if um, if Matt, obviously, he was behind the goal. If Watford were like man marking or zonal
2: marking, because we seem to kind of win every header in there, or were they yeah, just jump in their markers, or just they were kind of in zones. Yeah, I, I don't. In, in all honesty, Matt, I don't. I don't know. Um, from we seem to win a lot hence. We, we did. Dicky won a lot, but he, he was kind of stretching over the top a lot, so didn't yeah, yeah. didn't kind of get what he wanted to do in terms of his angle. But the one with with Naki, I mean, he he, I think he's obviously trying to hook it you know, almost a bit of an overhead kick. But it was just one of those sort of, you know, moments where you're just thinking, go on, he's got to score, he's got to get, oh no, oh yeah. So that was probably as good as it got from that point of view, wouldn't it? But yeah.
1: Okay, uh, that took us to the end of the game. Uh, a, a point gained or two points lost, we'll, we'll uh, let, let the listeners decide on that one. But um, Matt, how did you see the game in terms of ratings and uh, what are the was the old range on the guesses?
2: Yeah, okay, so if you want to um, give me yours and George the same, what are you going for? Um, 6.33. 6.33,
1: three.
2: George? I'm going 7.18. Okay, Coke. right, so let me just... So the average for all of the... Um, the contributors is six point six four, with the range being and obviously, Patrick. I know that you uh, you expect me to do this straight away, but you know I've got a copy and oh, the paste there. That that. Yeah, yeah. How's the spreadsheet going, mate? Yeah, it's all right, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, the range is. 5.65 from Ben Bond, who must have been in a really bad mood yesterday. That's unlike Ben. <laughs> um, up to 7.83 from uh, and Andrew Jackson. So, um, and feel free to challenge away. Um, so I've gone six for Max. Um, was a really good save from from a spear, but I don't think he really had anything else to do. Um, I don't. I haven't looked to see how many shots on target there. There was an actually there was another one from the fullback that he really caught, but Max was right behind it in his midriff. Um, so I went, I went six for Max. Um, probably those, those two saves were a little bit um, counterbalanced with, I thought his distribution yesterday, some of his kicks again. It kind of goes to be so accurate. And when you've got a leap, like campring has got, he's got more of an area to aim in than than kind of, you know, right on the touchline. Um, so yeah, so I, w- I went six for Max. Um but it was more a seven than a five, you know? So, yeah. Um, Ross McCroy, I went six. Another strong performance from Ross. Good 60 minutes on his his championship debut. Great to see. If you've not listened to his pre-match media sort of video um, on the the club site, have a listen because it's brilliant. The way that he talks, the way that he talks through... What he's been through, um, the fact that he was unable to lift his left leg up at times, he had to physically lift it with his hands to move it, couldn't put his socks on, Mm. Um, talks just about how well the club looked after him, including the the owner, Um, also talks about Nigel Pearson contacting him as well, so comes across as a really, really good bloke. Um, and clearly someone that having gone through what he's gone through is determined to, to succeed. So, um, you know, I, I think Ross McCrory can have an absolutely brilliant season with us, but I also think he could go on to be a really, really popular player. Um, you know, the, the Scots have always done very well here, aren't we? And, you know, we're fortunate enough to know a couple of them from the former players who were absolute legends, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I just think Ross is, is, Oh, already he's up there as one of my favorite players, just because of <laughs> listening to him and watching those two games. I just think he's going to have a real impact.
1: And just to say so, yeah. that's his full championship debut.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Of course he came on at Preston. Yeah. Um, campering on the, um, well, no, let's go because obviously he's playing midfield Ross, It's just the way that is in here. So from, from a back point of view, George Tanner, I went seven. I thought defensively George was, was brilliant yesterday. Um, Little couple of things. I think the throw-ins at times. I feel really sorry for George because, and um, I think James put it in um, in our WhatsApp, didn't he? There he gets the, the throw in an offensive area, invariably down by the, the opposition penalty area. And he's waiting for movement. And there's very little movement at times. Mm-hmm. And then eventually a striker comes to him and he has to throw it at him, but it's too close to him. So he immediately gets the ball back and he miscontrols it and he gets a throw, <laughs> throw it to them. And that probably happened Well, it happened definitely two times, but could have been more than that. But defensively, like I said, he, he just doesn't, he doesn't overcommit, um, and comes out on top in most of those one-on-ones. There was one yesterday where um, he didn't play a back pass back sort of properly, and that's when they had that break. But generally, I thought George's defence defensive um, capabilities yesterday was excellent. So I went seven for George. Um, on the opposite side, I went eight for Cam. Um, Cam was my man of the match again yesterday. I thought he was superb. Um, strong physically. Um, having to do an awful lot on his own on that left-hand side um, because we didn't have the natural width that we did on the right with, with kind of McCrory and obviously Anis not, not starting. Um, but yeah, I just thought Cam was, was superb they Got forward a lot, um, made a number of really crunching challenges um, and carried on where he left off against West Ham. Um, and I, I absolutely don't want to see Campering going anywhere, but there will be Premier League clubs looking at Campering on on the performances he's putting in at the moment. You know, early on in the season patch, we talked about he wasn't hitting the heights that he'd hit from last year. He's now doing that. He he really is starting to perform well. I thought um, centrally, I thought Robin and Zach had two good games, um, two sixes, nothing more, nothing less. I, th- I thought they were decent um, in the midfield. Similarly with um, Matty James and Joe Williams, I thought both of those did what we expect, um controlling the game, putting their foot in. Probably didn't create enough um yesterday, but um I went two six for those. Um, from a, a, a Jason Knight Scott Twine point of view, I still don't think Jason's hitting the heights that he, that he's sort of been doing this season. Um, he's still going to give you an all-endeavor sort of display, and I, and I gave him a six, but I still don't I don't think he's getting the, I don't know, he's not getting into the opportunities that he was so, so much at the moment. So, yeah, it was a six for him. Um, and for Scott Twine, I went seven. Um, I know he got voted as, as man of the match on, I think, the club site. Um, I didn't see the former players gave it to Patch. I don't know if you can... George tanner it was George, was it? Right. Okay. So yeah, I think George, you know, was up was up there with, with Scott from that point of view. Obviously Scott Twine's goal was a great goal. And there were moments, I think, I think he's the sort of player where we will be going away from games, going, What a pass that was. You know, it's a you know, it was a great finish kind of thing, but it was the pass that did it all. I mean there were one or two moments he, he kind of tried to flip and um you know, lob the ball over defender's heads. Just just things that are that little bit different that will catch opposition players out. So thought it was a really good debut for 20 and i went i went seven for him um i've seen um some debate about or conversation about what song we're going to come up with him and i know that paul bidding's very very keen on red red twine um so yeah whether that's <laughs> got a any legs,
1: song isn't it
2: well whether it's got any legs in it paul i don't know um we shall of see. course very much uh, woke up this morning feeling twine but i think that's just Not right, is it? That's got all kinds (laughs) of connotations. So you don't want to be singing that. Uh, (laughs) Um, Yeah, And then for for Tommy, I went six for Tommy, although that could have been a seven because, as I said, I thought his hold-up play was was better yesterday, but probably not enough chances. A great save from from Hamer, but I think probably Tommy will have expected himself to score there. So I went six for Tommy. And then um, for Sam and Naki... I toyed with Sam and Naki between sixes and fives. I think Sam had more of an impact than Naki, um, but still didn't. There was one moment with Sam Bell where he, again, controlled the ball, flicked it over, tried to create something. But I thought both of them just didn't have an impact. So I kind of went six, but I just think maybe they were both more fives from an impact. So I'll let you
1: decide on that. Yeah, I think you sold me on a five.
3: Yeah, for both? Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm five for the subs. So potentially a few of them I know you've given six mats. Matt, a few of them could have been closer to sevens and sixes. Um, yeah. um I just potentially but obviously I think that comes with a score. I think if it was a one 0 win, there'd have been a lot more sevens yeah. and sixes, but that's yeah. that's the margins of, of we are and we didn't really we needed somebody yesterday to grab that game or scruff on the neck with a real bit of yeah. quality. Have yeah. needed, we needed two or three lads to have an eight yesterday for us to get the three points, didn't
2: we? So, and I think I think in the championship, it's a good good point, George. I think in the championship, that's what you need to win the games, unless unless yeah. you play a team that are really awful. But I don't think Watford had lost since we'd played them, um, so they would have been on a decent run of form. Um, and I thought, I mean, the, the the lad they had in the midfield, um, and he was sort of Number playing forwards, but yeah, I thought he was he excellent. Was a good player. Good yeah, player. really good. Um, Ishmael, so, yeah,
1: Ishmael Kone
2: yeah, yeah Kone yeah and I thought is it Bashir as well Bashiri he scored the
1: goal yeah yeah Definitely.
2: I thought he I thought he was um was decent as well um so yeah all, all in all I, th- I think it was a good championship game I think um their manager has kind of come out and said you know it was a, a good point for them um and, and we kind of strive on I mean it's it's interesting you know we're still in the market from a, a um a transfer point of view. And I think Tim said at the senior reds, um, in the week that they are looking at a midfielder and a striker and a striker, um, from a physical sort of presence perspective. Mm. And then I've seen a couple of comments this morning about Seb Palmer Holden scoring again yesterday and Newport fans saying, where would they have been if they hadn't missed him for sort of four months and how he's got that physical presence. Um, I think I've read the, um, they're looking to extend his loan to the end of the season, but there's been talk of um, League One clubs um, coming in for him. Um, but also that he's now training however many days a week at the HPC with with City's first team as well. So, But I think it's too early for Seb to be considered as that striker that's going to be the physical sort of option that we've got in the championship yeah. so it'll be interesting to see what what develops
1: with that i mean obviously um, for me matt it's um almost like a bridging player to bridge the gap until seb is ready to to be featuring him. yeah
2: and, and that you know look at tommy conway tommy conway when he came in last season wouldn't have been on many people's lips as a first sort of team starter um so you never know uh a, a, the rest of the season with Newport a good preseason who knows but I know the club want to do perms rather than loans and so you'd probably be signing someone on you know a, a two and a half three-year contract you would expect mm, okay, so yeah. who knows but obviously Seb, Seb's still young yeah um I think interestingly Patch I think yesterday if I'm right and if my um maths is right um It was the 14th league game under, no, 13th league game under Liam Manning. Um, And we're on 16 points, um, goals for 15, goals against 15. So it's all fairly even. We've still got a a, 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 um, a zero goal difference. Um, But we created a lot more chances yesterday. So I thought, thought like I said, I thought it was a really good championship performance just then. Left feeling, you know, yeah, it was a good game. Enjoyed that.
1: Hmm. 13 league matches Manning has managed. Yeah. Uh, Four draws, five losses, and four wins. Yeah, yeah. And I think under Nige, it was um, 14
2: games, five wins, three draws, six losses. So, you know, fairly... Similar records from that point of view what was it 18 points to 16 points? Playing different um, in, teams exactly, but different teams, different stages of the season, and a different way of trying to play football. So yeah.
1: Okay. So what was the uh scores in the doors? So yeah,
2: so the average um is six point one five, and the closest to that uh was Liam Horler at six point one eight. Wow. Now did Liam get
1: that was Liam Com- um, Comley, I think. It was, last,
2: yeah, right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So time. two 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 Liam's. Um yeah. and just to say to Liam and Rich, I posted the um the three peeps merch yesterday, so that should be with you in uh, early early part of the week. i
1: was say early so spring if, then. Early spring, <laughs> yeah.
2: So <laughs> yeah. Liam Haller, if you want to um drop Patch a, a DM with your your address, then we'll get one posted out to you.
1: Yeah, send us a, an email to claim your prize, three uh, P I A P C at Gmail.com or uh, a DM, as Matt says, on X, which is at 3PiAPC, and you'll get this rather lovely 3D-printed beer mat sent to you um, in the place. Just post. to say,
2: mate, as well, Do- Dr. Dean 6.1. It's going to be gutted, isn't he, on his cruise? Yeah,
1: I think we just need to re-emphasize this is to two decimal places. Um, yes. I think that's quite important in this uh, modern era of data. Um, and then the competition from last week, as I said... Uh, we had uh, 22 retweets uh, for the Longwell Records voucher. So, George, it's your responsibility now to pick a number between 1 and 22. I've got a list of names in front of me here.
3: Uh, I will go 16.
1: 16. That is Lee Patch. So congratulations to Lee Patch, um, manager of Ashton Boys Colts under 15s, according to his profile so uh yeah to claim that one same as the uh the, the predicting the average player rating so lee drop us a dm or an email and uh yeah we'll get that Longwell records voucher to you lovely stuff okay um so coming up next next game it's the 26th of february it's nottingham forest at home the 26th fourth. of January, I think you'll find. 26th of January <laughs> in the uh fourth round of the FA Cup. Uh not a forest Premier League side, Matt, but obviously someone we've played fairly recently, home and away.
2: Gonna be difficult. Um, I didn't see um the end of the game yesterday. So did they end up losing 3 2 to Brentford yesterday?
1: You did indeed, yes. They were losing,
2: yeah. Um So, yeah, um, but I watched most of that. They're they're a good side for us. They've got some physically strong players, quick players. It will depend what um, the Spirit of Santos wants to do in terms of the side he puts out because obviously you'd want to treat this as. is Is
3: there a replay for this if it's
2: a draw? Do you know, I don't think there is in the fourth round. Um, because that's the
1: lasting,
3: would... the last thing both teams need, isn't it? I think, we, about, I think I I think we've had this before.
1: Um, I think there is. I think there's a replay up until is it the fifth round. Yeah. The other, um,
3: the other thing, I actually think we super Friday night games. I think there's a bit of better atmosphere on the Friday nights. So, yeah,
1: Friday uh, night lights, great, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I think the next two games, especially as city fans, I think two good, two really good games before two Forest and Leeds, and that's the kind of. Games that we want to be competing at and playing against. So I quite like a Friday be... night
1: game just for the atmosphere. Yeah, it yeah. sets the weekend off nicely,
3: doesn't it? So um, looking forward it's to them, up person. to
1: including the fourth round patch, right? So yeah, the fourth be. round, right? Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, as you know, um. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to be at the game. My first game missed in two and a half years because I'm at a, a, a oh work award ceremony in Friday. All and on of the Friday. listeners
1: have literally just fainted I know, in their I know, in their I know. walk, their dog am, walk, or whatever. I'm absolutely devastated, but uh, unfortunately,
2: yeah, game, mate. I know, mate. Yeah, I still got the Go league, re- yeah, but uh, I am devastated by. It, I've got to be honest, but it is a. At award ceremony that we're nominated for, in yeah, as, as the, the manager, I can't kind of not go. I haven't told my team I want us all there, <laughs> <laughs> and I was praying. Not, not obviously, I wanted us to beat West Ham, but there was a bit of me that thought, well, you know, there is a con, <laughs> you know a consolation prize. Um, but obviously, Bristol Bears in Bath are playing on the Saturday, aren't they? So yeah. um, I guess that's the reason why it's on the Friday. But um, some frustration to that um but as a, obviously that's a massive game from a rugby point of view but you know I, so, I
1: how are you going to do frustrated. the podcast matt
2: mate honestly i'm gonna have to try and you just have yeah, to watch the highlights watch the highlights but also <laughs> um i think it's on espn um or you have to watch um, it at the
1: table and it'd be like um, I, if, and the winners of the yeah, award
2: for yeah
1: <laughs> or when when they're announcing the winner and i'm screaming get the...
2: <laughs> so yeah i will i will do my very best to try and watch it on my phone but it will it will be difficult so yeah you're going to well, be we, uh... we
1: shall cover the podcast we'll cover it on the podcast regardless i'll yeah, just absolutely. make sure i um i get a a, a good third third person yes. in for yeah. this one um Joe Joyce's team beat the Bristol Bears. I see 27-10.
2: Um, yeah, a bit, a bit of a hammering. Um,
1: yeah, th- I think, I
2: th- not, not seen much talk of it in the press, but you would think that Pat Lamb must be under a bit of pressure because I don't think they're having a great season, Bristol. So, yeah, I've got no idea. Um, that's on that an interesting, one. One, but yeah,
1: uh, George, any, any thoughts on Bristol Bears? Um, I know, you're, no, I know no, like, I'm, I know you like your cricket,
3: but uh... um, no, <laughs> man, I'm, to be fair, I know there's a lot of city fans who've got. Not a bit of beef—that's the wrong word of Bristol Rugby. But they are playing a, like a, a top kind of level. And if you look at the fixture for Bristol Bath, that's as kind of, as good as like a, yeah. an Arsenal Spurs game, isn't it? So it's huge, isn't it? Yeah. At, as- at Ashton Gate, I think it can only be good. To be fair, so um, I'm you no, know, yeah, I'm I'm up behind Bristol Bears. I don't follow it massively, but I'm not. I'm going to try and get along to the game on Saturday. I'm not against it by all means. I think um, anything any more revenue that come to Ashton Gate along with the concerts is only yeah. going to be. The better, really. I think the Ashton yeah.
1: Gate staff have got uh, their work cut out. It's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with the women as well on the Sunday. Uh, so yeah, um, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a busy weekend, right? We shall
3: leave it there. Any any final thoughts from you, George? Um, no, not really. Just looking forward to the uh, kind of the latter part of the season. Really, I think it's quite encouraging. It's obviously finely balanced in the table, aren't we? I think with I always feel we're kind of two or three wins away. Um, that we could really go on a little run and really kind of push and push our authority down, but then in roles reversal we could, we could also lose three in a spin. So you've got to be careful what you wish for in terms of that. But now looking forward to the season ahead, obviously be nice at one stage. As obviously Matt said as well, to have everybody available for like a three week period. Yeah, um, that'd be a dream, wouldn't it? And then obviously when we have a Tuesday, Saturday, even over the Easter, I know we got busy Easter period. Um, Friday and Monday like that, we need we're going to need our squad fully functioning so no I'm, I'm looking forward to the second half
1: of the season absolutely yeah it's going to be a big squad game uh coming up with the friday tuesday friday match and then yeah it's just relentless isn't it it's continuing on and yeah it's. but one problem matt with the squad rotation is a little bit like at some points yesterday there was a little bit of not not full cohesion with everyone interspersing with their positions and at least when one pro of having the starting 11 picking itself and the formation picking itself everyone knows where everyone is
2: yeah everyone gets used to it don't you and and, i mean I, i suppose liam manning showed the flexibility yesterday with with the three um so yeah that 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 and and he also talks about, you know, you're not you're not getting many free weeks to be able to work on stuff on on the training pitch. So, mm-hmm. you know, Scott Twine, for example, you know, the footage was was mainly indoor at um obviously the Bristol Bears um indoor sort of training um centre. So that will come in time. And, you know, we've got we've got to be realistic this season there. As I say, if we're if we're top 10 in pushing for a playoff place then you know okay that's that's what we would have wanted under Nigel Pearson's you know we, we talked about that so it's progression and then it's what what the summer brings in the players that that Liam Manning can bring in with with Brian Tinning, etc so yeah I think I think it's promising you know the, the football we're playing is decent football um and we're moving in the right direction for me
1: lovely stuff right we'll leave it there thanks for everybody for listening george thank you so much for coming on the, thanks the podcast. george good to see you again this, mate. Again, this morning you. um and yeah we'll be back uh i guess saturday with uh matt and someone who's definitely watched the game so uh <laughs> thanks this everybody take care follow yeah. us over on take twitter at 3 piapc and we'll be back soon
2: cheers all take care all cheers.